going yeah, on? Sure. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> you don't. You, it hurts that you don't trust me. <laughs> yeah, it just hurts. I can't. I can't go on. The show's over. <laughs> uh, well, a sip of coffee made that go away. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, How about I feel that? much better. Thank you. That's okay. perfect. There we go. All right. Okay, it is Monday, January the 30th. One more day left in this month for everybody out there. Uh, you know, winter is definitely here, unfortunately. it's, But it's not too bad, honestly. Um, you know, I was out on Saturday. I, I, actually, we'll go back to Friday. We did go out for dinner Friday. You know, Friday kind of got later in the day. We started getting this snow, and there was a semi that, I think Jack knifed up on US 30 at the bridge right there by Christos and had traffic all backed up. I heard that he actually took a chunk of bridge out. I've been driven up there to see. Um, and then there was another car truck accident down at the Love's truck stop down there somewhere. Police cars were going. And we were supposed to drive to Laporte to go to dinner on Friday night with Laura and Kevin. And that snow was coming down. And, you know, you get over by the port, you just don't know. You know, they got that lake effect snow stuff that's over there yeah. and stuff. And we were hearing all these sirens and stuff. And I said, you know what, Laura? She called. She goes, do you see what it's doing outside? I said, yeah. And I said, you know, if, we don't have to drive clear over there. It's fine with me. I, You know. So we didn't. We drove to Culver instead. Which, if you're driving to Culver, State Road 17 closed is as closed at Baroque at the railroad crossing, so you can't get through there. So you have got to take the back roads and yeah, go I, in that way. I know that. I found that out the other night. Yeah. Oh, when you were going to the girls' game, yeah, anyway, going to driving down there, and went, oh shoot. Yeah, well, that wasn't. That's close. Oh, to the, that's close to the word that I use. <laughs> Not quite. The word, but it was that's very, yeah. very close. It's very close. So, um, we went down to Cafe Max and had dinner. Oh. Um, and I it's have to good. tell you, yes, it was. I had the salmon. Oh, um, really? That's surprising. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, you keep eating like that, you're gonna turn into a salmon, Kathy. <laughs> I had the salmon. Laura and Jim had the fried chicken, which is the corner tavern, right? Fried chicken, and Kevin had. A chopped steak, <laughs> which is a glorified hamburger patty on a plate, if you ask me. Well, that's kind of exactly what it yeah. is. With but, And then uh, he had mashed potatoes. And some and, mushroom sauce, probably. And, and we all had green beans, you guys. And I said to Laura, I said, what's this green stuff <clears throat> on my plate? Uh, and she said, those are green beans. And they're really good. So I did eat some green beans on Friday night. Oh, well. And they weren't well, bad. Well, I, well, I, well. Oh, good for you. You ate green beans. I ate wow. some green beans, let's, yes. Uh, and let's play fact, the school song. <laughs> that reminds me. I have those green beans and my salmon and half my baked potatoes still in the refrigerator at home. I should have brought that for lunch today. Oh, yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. No! <laughs> so, uh, because I, I thought, you know, those green beans were actually good enough. I think I could eat some more of them. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to tell you. Who are you and what have you done well, with Cappy? 
These were like fresh green beans. I grew up in the canned age where well, yeah. every night my mom was like, get a can of vegetables out of the place oh, yeah. of Susan. Yeah. You know, and we had corn and green beans and peas basically was our three. You had your yeah, options. Well, kind of, Occasionally yeah. we'd have some ugh, mixed vegetables. Oh, those are good. Uh, you know, but and, and, salt, oh, as, those once in a while, asparagus. Ugh, in a can oh, sucks. Asparagus in a oh, can sucks. Not? It's not that bad. It's mushy, but it's uh, not that bad. Put yuck. a little salt on it. It's pretty good. No, the, I like them to be stiffer than that. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're they're better when they're grilled yes, with a little bit of definitely. Greek seasoning. So oh, I grew so. up in the canned era, and yeah. that's it's just like that was the turnoff for vegetables for me. I'm I'm sure of it now because these green beans were fresh. They were a little bit firmer sure um you know and they they she they had put a little something on them balsamic or something well sure yeah. and so they were okay they were okay but getting up to the door was a little bit scary down in Culver. there wasn't very much traffic and you know it had snowed later in the day right. and, and d- downtown was pretty much dead except for like at cafe max and that other um Italian place on the corner now where the corner tavern used to be. Yeah. Um and you know, so first off, you had to take there was like two steps to get up onto the sidewalk. Those were covered in snow and ice. So Kevin and Jim had to help me up the stairs and then well, yeah. then yeah, then you kind of walked downhill and it was it was like kind of down slope and i was afraid i was going to slide well down the hill i am so afraid of the snow and the ice that i'm going to fall and so that was a little bit scary but you but can't we had a live good in beer, kathy <gasps> you can't live in fear and guess what we had dessert too Ooh. they had uh peach pie apple peach pie blueberry pie and cherry pie laura and i had no kevin and i had cherry pie Lori had blueberry and Jim didn't have any pie. Well, good for Jim. But then Jim did finish half of Laura's blueberry pie. And then I had to go to the restroom. So he finished the half of my cherry pie. So well, he's he got a to smart taste guy. Of them. Yeah. And the pie was really good. And too. you didn't pay extra. He got pie anyway yes, and didn't pay a dime for it. That's, that's yeah. genius. So that's it was smart. really good. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. But then on Saturday, we had to go out and do some shopping. And I was surprised. I was really nervous. I thought the parking lots were going to be an icy mess. And we got out, and it wasn't bad at all. Um, so that was nice. I didn't have to worry about that. Right. I wasn't going to be slip sliding away. <laughs> slip sliding away. Slip sliding Snip, away. Slip sliding. Slip sliding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I don't can't you can't live. My wife was the same way. We were coming out of the uh, gym wrestling sectional was uh, Saturday morning. Went over and took some photos. We're coming out. And it's it's icy, and she's grabbing onto me like the Hold she's going on. to fall yes. into the pit of hell. So, hell? And, and I'm and she's like, you keep walking like that, you're gonna fall. I'm like, really? <laughs> you got to think like a skater. And then I actually did some skating uh, with her yes. hanging on to me. Oh. She's like. I'm like, yeah, come on. Stop that. Fun, fun. Spend enough time on skates. I know how to handle ice. And I say that, 
And the worst moment I've ever had in my life was a damn walking into Martin's. There's that little tiny incline, yes. and it was icy, and I went straight down. I mean, just no holds barred, didn't get the hands down, straight to the ground. Oh, and people fun. are walking up. Now, it is also an indication of how old you are and how feeble you look, because if that happened to some, when I was in my 20s and 30s, There'd have been a, a cacophony of laughter from anyone anywhere near yes. about how funny that was. This time, five people rushed to me. Are you okay? Is your hip broken? Are you like, no, I'm just mortified yeah, and about exactly. to die of freaking embarrassment. There no, I'm go. fine. And the fact you paid attention to me that way just makes me feel worse. So thank you. Uh, I got. I have to agree with you. you I, I, I ruined totally my own day and then you helped completely by acting like I was probably going to need an ambulance <laughs> and everything just because I fell on the ice. So <laughs> well, I haven't reached that stage. I know I look like it, but I have not reached they, that they stage They want to make sure. That's, oh, yeah. That's yeah, because the, the old know. guy can't, you know, we can't have him die that's on right. our watch. We don't want that old guy. Yeah. Did you see that old guy fall yeah. out in the parking yeah. lot? Yeah, that that's... wasn't an old guy. That was just Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. He's not an old Dang, guy. Dang, I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the time I was doing a remote for the uh, first station I worked for. Uh, I used to broadcast from the fair every year for the whole, do my whole show from the fair every night or every afternoon. Woo, uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember... First time I did it, I'm there the first day, and some lady comes up, and she says, I've been looking forward to meeting you. I hear you all the time. I said, you know, you get that all the time. She yes. Says, yeah, I thought you were going to be, I thought you were going to be young and good looking. <laughs> no, just me, and old and ugly. <laughs> I didn't quite know how to take that. I was in my 20s, so yeah, it was, uh, I didn't quite know what, uh, that's what where to you got, say You know, there. I got that race, I got that face for radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was, tr you know, I, I guess that tells me a lot because every time, every time I went in to uh, audition for a part, I remember one time one guy looks at me and goes, "Why are you in the theater? You're too ugly." That was his critique of my performance, Golly. and I'm like, "Well, uh, thank you." Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do we? Well, you know what? You're kind of ugly too. Yeah, well, you know. Well, he. I'm not going to say that, but yeah, that was the critique I got. Well, you doing it? You're too ugly. I'm like, no, thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, glad to brighten your I don't your really afternoon. have a comeback for that yeah. one. I'm not sure what I'm supposed. I'm to say. I'm not sure what to say there. You don't have any parts for ugly guys. Because I can think of a few. You know, you're not, you're I, not doing. I've wondered uh, about that though. You're not doing uh, uh, Quasimodo and the Hunchback of Notre Dame or something like that. Hey, I could I could be uh, Richard the Third. He's deformed and ugly. I, I've wondered about that at some times, though, that, uh, you know, I watched a movie the other day. I can't even remember where it was, but it, it had a, a, a littler girl in it. So I want to say she was maybe in the 8 to 12-year range or supposed to be, right. you know, and she was she was chunky. Yeah, She was like I was when I was a kid sure. growing up. She yeah. was chunky. And, you know, how do you put that out? We are looking for a chunky actress. That's you what know? you do. I mean, do they really? Oh, yeah. We are, put, look, we are looking for Listen. a homely person to play, the, you know. 
Anybody who's thinking about going into the theater, it is the most dehumanizing, horrible thing you will go through if you do not have the ability to pretty much just shut out all the horrible things that happen, uh, especially for women. I had uh, uh, girls that were friends of mine. We'd go audition together and things like that. And some of the stuff they told me about the questions they get asked and the things they make them do and the way they treat them is just... It's like, really? you know, if you, it's It's hilarious. Anybody who's actually been in that business and hearing all these people say, well, those liberals, and it, there is nothing liberal about entertainment. It is the most sexist, racist... It's awful. And I'm sure and that it's times misogynistic gonna... beyond belief. We need, I need a sexy blonde. Oh, yeah. You know, and I mean, actually, like, I don't know, the 36, 24, 36 and type thing or whatever, you know, I mean. It's not considered unreasonable. At least it wasn't at that time for a director to ask a, if that's what they were looking for. And there was a nude scene. He was totally within I, his right to, to ask see, to see her. Just like that. And. You know, yeah. I had one uh, one friend who wouldn't do it. Well, I'm glad that she was. She said, around. "She said that's my line. I'm not gonna. You know, that's that's it. That's I'm not doing that." But some of the things they would ask him, and some of the things they would just, it was, and it wasn't a whole lot better for guys. But at least we didn't have to worry about being looked at like a piece of well, meat most okay, of the time. Well, occasionally, there might be a, you know, and you do see more butt scenes for men nowadays. So like a. Uh, yeah, can you stand up over there and drop your doors? I, well, if that yeah, if that's to in there. That's totally butt. within the that's Jeez. totally within the purview of the Jeez. audition is to be able to you know, if, and you know that their justification is well, we're going to spend fifty billion dollars on this movie. <laughs> we at least deserve to see what we're buying here. Yeah, uh, we got to make you know. sure it's going to be appealing. Right, and the thing about film and television is it's worse than the theater for you're too ugly to be here because in film and television they will cast the look above everything else because you have an endless amount of recording so they'll take it <laughs> 250,000 times if they have to to get one right because you look the part wow. they'll take yeah. as many takes as I they have you to because you're what you I'm look looking it, for and we'll, we'll take as many as we can until you get it right and so, you know, that that is, you know, there is a very, 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 very famous actor that a friend of mine was an extra on one of their films. Uh, you know, extra, the guy that's like, yeah, the, you that, see like in the his eyeball peeking around a corner or something. <laughs> that's how big a part he had in the movie. But uh, he said that he never once came to the set with his lines memorized at all, and they had to stand there and watch him fumble through everything every single day. It would take hours and hours and hours because he had no idea what his lines were. None. Didn't even bother didn't to try care. to learn. Didn't, didn't care. Because didn't. he had the look that yeah. they needed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's he's wow. he's made a – that was – probably 35 years ago so he's made a pretty decent career out of it gee that uh, is amazing. but yeah it was one of his early films it was the one that made him a star and uh, <laughs> he says he came to the set every day completely it says and you know to other actors and directors that's a sign of unbelievable disrespect because uh, yeah, you're wasting so. everybody's time the whole 
It's, Everybody, all the other actors, the, the crew. Well, you're costing the, yeah. them a lot yeah. of money because everybody that's there, the grips, the you everybody don't think about that, yeah, is there, and they're all getting paid. <laughs> and you know, but but he was enough of a whatever that they weren't going to get rid of him. And yeah, he said it was unbelievable that you'd be in there for two hours longer than you had to be because he couldn't. He had because to be prompted every time. Yeah, yeah he that was the thing. His life wasn't that he was just not able he couldn't, to. He yes. he he didn't. Uh, you so. know, that's kind of like um, I watched a little bit of Peanut Butter Falcon yesterday on TV. Which what is that? Is, it's a, a it's a movie where a, an autistic kid uh, is into this wrestling. Okay, the, you know, like yeah. Hulk Hogan, or yeah. it's you know, and and he wants to be a wrestler. Okay, well, okay, think about a lot of times, you know, we we need somebody who really has autism right. or Down syndrome. I guess maybe he was Down syndrome. Sure, you know those things. But then to learn their lines, oh yeah, you know, yeah. you you had to have a more flexibility. We'll say. Possibly, sometimes not, especially with autism. Sometimes those those people are just say, absolutely amazing, and can have memories. You know, can memorize, look at something, and not even really have to go over it. Just have it memorized in their brain. But, but uh, you know, I uh, and, and kids working with kids, right? Same situation. Well, you don't know. You don't work with kids or animals. Kids <laughs> and animals, and and you know they say that as a joke, but having been through that a bunch of times, that is one hundred thousand percent correct. That is absolute. You are asking for a nightmare if you've got kids and children in your cast. But I know there was a movie a number of years ago. My kids love it. It was called The Ringer. Uh, Johnny Knoxville was starred as a guy who was trying to cheat the Special Olympics to win money betting on it. Oh, his uncle bet it. He he was in trouble with some bookie or something. Or his uncle was in trouble with some bookie. He was going to get his hand cut off. He didn't pay him, <laughs> so he came up with a scheme. This guy was a track star in high school. He was going to put him in the Special Olympics and pretend he was so that he could bet on him and, and win the money. And it's really a cool story because he comes to realize. Anyway, they all befriend each other, and there's a very nice ending to it. But every one of the guys that are uh, uh, mentally challenged are actually, yep. they are. And they're Special Olympics athletes themselves, and they were all in the movie, and they uh -huh. were fantastic. They were really good. But I, that becomes a weird situation because I, I've always been one that, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do a, a part in blackface. Uh, oh, yes. You know, that kind of yes. stuff simply because and in this case, you, you go out, you take a chance, you say, OK, I'm going to cast somebody that actually has this disability because you don't know if they can act. Exactly. Because they're not given a whole lot of chances to try it. <laughs> um, but, you know, in the case of if you want to have an Othello, there are an enormous amount of black actors that could handle that role extremely well. So why do you put a guy in white or in blackface? It, sure. Um, the other part of that is, though, as an actor, you like challenges like that to make people believe that you aren't what you are. So you fight against that need, that ego need to say, I'm a genius and do something that's actually more realistic and, and better. I, I don't know. I, I That's a hard well, line I, to walk for see, a, a casting agent. That one for me... Like Forrest Gump. Yeah. 
uh, you know, Tom Hanks played. Right. Uh, and know, he was good in it. But yes. was there somebody oh. who was actually. Rain Man. Yeah. Um, Dustin Hoffman. Yes, exactly. Another one where and, a real actor. Right. Um, and those are those are challenges for an actor. Oh, you yes. look forward to those kind of well, parts. Well, and, and you want. You. You you have to spend time, oh yeah, with somebody with that disability so that you can actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing you know to to see somebody in a store or in a restaurant or walking down the street, but when you're going to have to play this person for, you know, could be months. When it's outside it, your realm yes. of experience, especially. It's, I mean, you know, I I don't know how many. Uh, uh, savants that uh, dustin hoffman's around to prepare in his <laughs> yes. regular life but i mean mm -hmm. you always have to have something to watch to because you don't have that that experience and you're trying to convey that kind of thing to an audience you have to and i'm not it one has of those to people be i mean that when he was doing the film marathon man there was a scene where he was being tortured all night uh by the by Sir Lawrence Olivier. I think I could handle being t tortured by Sir Lawrence. Anyway, so, you know, it's this scene where he's horribly, and so he, he like, stayed up for two straight nights so he could look like, like he was completely, he, you know, and Olivier gets to the set, and he's looking like that, and he goes, son, you ought to try acting. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the idea with him and his, you're pretending. You're becoming something. All you got to do is... You know, instead of, you don't have to be, yeah. you know, he yeah. was pulling his teeth out to torture him is what he oh. was doing. The guy was the dentist at Auschwitz and he was looking for the gold uh, yes. that he'd gotten yeah. from the teeth. And so he was pulling this guy's teeth out in a bathtub, you know. <laughs> well, you don't have to have your teeth pulled out in order to pretend like you're having your teeth no, pulled out. That's not, not at all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you don't have to go live that. You know, I've known people who live on the street for a week to prepare for part as a Certainly. homeless person. Sir, I, yes. I don't see yes. the, the need. You know, you don't need to be homeless to pretend. I mean, you can have, if you have empathy, you should be able to, you know, understand what that, I mean, you're never going to feel what they feel, but you can at least understand what they're going through and uh, uh, yes. relate that to yourself, how you would react if you were in that situation or if you, you know, because you're bringing your, you don't have to completely, your experience is part of the whole thing too. It's not just that character. You, you bring something to the role as well. And, and you know, I, it, it's a weird for somebody who's casting something like that, it's a weird because you got a guy that's perfect for the role, but it's for um, I, I don't know some. It's it, it's a role for a Mexican actor, so you got the guy that's perfect. You can make him up, or you got a guy who is really really good who is i mean do you do you go with your i mean yeah you, which, which or do, way I, do I, go I go look for somebody who's i've got this guy I, in my hand who's this good do i go look for somebody else you know and spend all that money and time to go because it costs money to do anything to find that person even auditioning costs a oh, lot it, of money so you know it, it's a and once again, if you're talking about a film, you're talking about budgets in the tens to hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. People are paying that much money. They expect to get a return on that kind of an investment. So it's, 
Believe me, it's a business, and they make you feel like a piece of meat that they're trading around as a piece of business. So, yeah, it's not its not for the faint of heart, I guess, is what I'm saying. You know, there's one more that comes to my mind, um, and that's um, Jack Nicholson in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, that was... You know, yeah, I, I mean, for I, him to... I be, played McMurphy. You did? You yeah, have? I played that on stage. Oh, wow. It was fun. <laughs> It, it has to be challenging, I would think. No, no. It, it, he's, he's, yeah, he's, no. The one that would have been challenging. We did that in high school, believe it or not. Uh, when I was in high school, I was a senior. I almost died in that production. I have a friend who has the really? best. I have a friend who has the best story ever. He was actually <laughs> stabbed on stage in the middle of a scene really yeah. stabbed really stabbed as in we were afraid he wasn't going to get off stage <laughs> but it's he like literally got this stabbed. guy yeah this guy is stabbed uh, and we need to get that's him a, off that's the a, stage that's a, i don't know how that's a great story i was the director so i, I was uh, the one who, who got him stabbed but it was Macbeth, and we anyway okay now that that brings me to something that we haven't talked about so much but uh the uh, the shooting one that we're just going through where oh, the actor pulls the gun and kills that girl. Oh, I mean, this is Alec in real Baldwin. life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, you were the director where this guy actually got stabbed. It wasn't supposed to happen that yeah. way. Yeah. It's supposed to be the fake stab, but it actually ended up happening. They were real knives too. It wasn't like oh, we were okay. So it wasn't like, the rubber were, knife or no. They were like stage that. knives, so they weren't sharpened like a real knife. They had blunt ends on them, so it wasn't like forged in like fire the, where they're yeah. they're you know slicing through things and, sta- and you know if you can't shave the hair off your arm, it's not sharp <laughs> right. enough. No, they were blunt edge, but they were real swords and real knives that we were using. And, it, and, it, and somebody yeah, just got somebody, a little too feisty. Well. It's the scene where they kill Banquo, and he was playing Banquo, and so the the murderers come up, and this guy was absolutely paranoid about it because there is a way to do this, and it looks exactly like you just stabbed him and pulled it out. <laughs> what happens is you hold it like in a fist, okay, with the knife yes. out where your pinky is yeah. at, mm-hmm. and then the way you practice this is you punch the wall with the oh, knife you you practice by punch you know hit the wall flat with your hand well you with do your that and not right. the knife you do it fast enough like punch a guy in the back and pull it out really quick with the knife edge out and it looks and it looks like just exactly you like you just put that in him and pulled it out exactly <laughs> if you do it fast enough now we practiced it very very <laughs> slow this guy spent out because i worked with him he spent hours at work Punching the wall because he was scared to death that he was going to (laughs) stab Bert. He was scared. And we get to production and by God, he stabs him. I mean, he stabs him right in the rib and it's through to the bone. (laughs) And you want to know what a man my buddy Bert was. He finished the scene and then went back out to play his own ghost. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I after it was over, he went to the. But he I actually did. He have to have stitches in. Uh, it wasn't deep because it did. 
hit bone. So it was just very, very painful and really didn't bleed a lot either, but it was definitely a well, and, stab Yeah, it had some power behind yeah. it. And see, if he had hit him square with it, it would have been a whole different story. But because he was trying to fist him, it just glanced enough that it didn't actually go straight into the lung. But oh, that was a, that was a, he's got the greatest story. In the, yep. I almost oh, died for my art. I was stabbed on stage. <laughs> I got stabbed and I still finished the show. That's The show must go on, son. It's got to be that way. Yeah, he, that's the greatest story in the world. But you know Andy Kane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was. He played, the, anybody who's seen. He, uh, he's a, he was a big uh, sheep guy. Yeah, he's a, yeah. And, well, <laughs> that's he's, how I uh, know him. It's Melissa's brother. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, he... Uh, he was playing the chief, which is the huge Indian guy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's <laughs> Nest. And there's a part where I finally get him to talk, and he has this, and he, he reaches over and he chokes him. <laughs> McMurphy. I yes. mean, he's, he's, he's not, but he's, he's choking him. And <laughs> we're rehearsing this, and Andy could never remember his line that he's supposed to say when he chokes me. <laughs> So he'd grab me and hold it, and I didn't learn, at that age, I didn't know that he's supposed to be pulling his hands off of you, and you're supposed to be pulling his hands to you as hard as both of you can, so it still looks like you're struggling, but you're not getting choked to death. I didn't know that then. So we were just playing straight. Now, the slaps, those actually happen. There's no way to fight those. (laughs) No, you had to... One time I had a girl who didn't want to slap me, so we had to stand and practice it for 10 minutes. And she's over and over and over, missing and hitting. And I'm just getting, I'm, I'm getting, anyway. So Andy, slap me. Andy chokes me every night and, and stands there and says, line. Meanwhile, I'm, can you please remember that? I mean, I'm literally. How long and then, you are choking and, me? And he would, every night it would be like, I'd be saying, <laughs> And he'd be looking at me and looking at me and lying. I mean, you gotta be kidding me! You're choking me to death. You gotta remember this line. This is not part of the act. I really am choking here. That was difficult. Yeah, every (laughs) night he would choke me nearly to death. And finally, the night of the show, he got it right. But yeah, he would. I mean, he would literally kind of pick me up off the ground to choke me. It was like he was a big guy. He was a lot bigger and stronger than me. There was no way I was getting out of that hole. But uh, yes. Yeah, those are those are the. That's why you you need uh, workman's comp if you're an actor. You know, <laughs> Obviously, the Baldwin thing though is just bizarre. I, and I, you know, how how does he supposed to know that there's well was a real bullet in that gun? There's so I mean, many things flying around, and and I agree with you. But my question before any of it, <laughs> I. We've dealt with weapons like that before, yeah. too, and there is absolutely, you even go, the prop master's supposed to go through and look, and we had a really good one. Uh, how did an actual bullet yes. get anywhere True near ammunition the set? on that set at there should all? Never, Why? There shouldn't have been yes. any ammunition within 100 miles I, of that set. I totally... And that's usually a real big <laughs> no, no. point. What <laughs> I heard why. was they were actually out in the desert shooting these things, like as a recreation well, between oh, scenes oh. or whatever. I thought maybe, you know, 
I don't know. You're out in the desert, so maybe snakes and some of that kind of stuff know. that you you might need to really shoot something once in a while. But it, yeah, that, what I ugh. heard was they were out. That would so at, do at, at intermission they yeah. go out and you when know had play break. around. That's what I heard. Now, I have no that's, idea if that's true. But wow. if that's the case, somebody uh, somebody needs to trouble. go to jail for yes. it. Um, but yeah, but, I I was baffled well, how a live round got anywhere near that set. And I guess since he he's the director, on the, or, uh, I think there was another guy. He's he was one a, of the. He was the lead actor. Okay, but he I thought he was more than just the actor on. That, I'm not but, sure. He may have been a producer, um, but I think uh, there was another director. You know, if he's the one who said, "Hey, let's let's head target practice tomorrow. Bring some ammunition. Right. We'll you know." Yeah. Okay, then I can see some concern. Yeah. But if he wasn't involved in them going out, you know, as somebody going yeah. and actually shooting that, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. know. That's, it's going to be interesting to watch that case. I want to see what the evidence is because they've got some, or they wouldn't do this. Uh, I mean, yeah, they definitely. Spend There's something. that amount of money just to have a publicity stunt for the <laughs> defender or for the uh, prosecutor's office, but. Now, I don't know how a live round ever got anywhere near that set. I mean, I that just baffles me how that even happened. Um, because they do, those guns you see, those are real, real guns. weapons. They yes. don't use, fa- they use real guns. <laughs> and uh, the ammunition. But the other thing that I remember, once again, I was working on the first radio job. Remember, uh, was it... Uh, Eric Hexum or whatever, there was this adventure show or this uh, action show on television. He was an up-and-coming star. He was that handsome, dashing, private eye kind of thing. And there was a scene where um, they were firing a gun and it had a blank in it. And they kept screwing it up and screwing it up, and he missed a line every time or something. And so he just kind of took the gun and pointed it at his head and fired it. Well, they don't tell you there's a wadding in a... <laughs> In a blank. So, yes. And it killed something. him. Ugh. I mean, it killed him because at that range, it has enough velocity. It's right there. To yeah. get him. Go and inside. so they don't, you know. So that became a thing, especially amongst all of us, because at that time we were, don't ever put that in. Even if it's got a blank don't in pretend. it, you don't even don't want to point even, it. Well, that's what we try and always train kids or exactly. anybody. Never point a gun at anyone. But most actors have never had a... a a course in gun safety. Most of us don't don't spend a lot of time with guns. Now some of us do, but yeah, I that one blew me away because there was there was a blank in it and it, it killed is. him. So that's unbelievable. Yeah, but don't play with guns. Kids. That's right. Stay They're in dangerous. school. Don't play with guns. There. All right. Why don't we take our first break in the we morning? And when we come back, I've got a lot of different <sighs> news to talk about. All kinds of different things going on. I know uh, Mondays means we're going to have some Hoosier Lottery scratch-off yep. tickets. Oh. I do want to let folks know that, uh, let's see, um, coming up tonight, I believe it is, uh, is uh, the Powerball that has an estimated jackpot of $613 million for tonight. Uh, and then on Tuesday, the draw of Mega Millions is at $31 million. And on Wednesday, the Hoosier Lotto is at $9 million. I, I think I could even, I think I could make that $9 million work for me. Yeah. 
I really do think I might be able to. Nine's an unlucky number. Is it? Yeah. Well, is 613 an unlucky That's number? That's my, my lucky number, yeah. Oh, that is your yeah. lucky number? Okay. Yeah. 613 right. is well. my lucky number. Yeah, there, there, there's a chance. So, you know, get your Powerball tickets today because the drawing is tonight. Uh, and you can't win if you don't play. And I can let you play some scratch-offs here. All right. You one any in the last six months, please give somebody else a shot. Because we... Uh, there's what, three? Three of them. Three scratch-offs uh, there. White ice. White ice, like a white Ooh. ice. That sounds, oh, you know what that sounds, you sound like Mark when you I do know. that. Well, that's, that's a, an homage white to ice. Mark Lindsay. Ah, okay. White ice, Mark, white ice. <laughs> uh, Holly Jolly Bingo. It's got some oh, Holly that's, that's Jolly. That's got to be one of them complicated. Is that a $3 ticket? Yeah. That, that's one of those complicated oh, ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some time. It's yeah, like you got to take a little bit of time on that one. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> and then we've got $50 Frenzy. So oh, we've got very um, good. three scratch-offs. If you haven't won one in the last six months from us, give somebody else a shot at it. But 574, excuse me, 574-936-4096, 574-936-4096. Call our number five. Scholar 5 gets these lotto tickets. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. Hey, Plymouth. Resolve to make stronger connections with Surf Fiber Internet. Right now, get two free Eero Wi-Fi routers with gig speed. And with all speed plans, you can add on-home phone for just $10 a month. Unlike the other guys, there's no contracts, hidden fees, or annual rate increases ever. Don't miss out. Call 844-955-SURF or visit surfinternet.com to make the switch today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. Terms and conditions apply. Visit ISSA online for details. Tired of the 9 to 5 grind? Looking for something different that's flexible, fulfilling, and pays well? How'd you like to get paid to work out? Now you can with ISSA, the global leader in personal fitness certification. There's a huge demand for certified personal trainers right now. And once you get ISSA certified, they guarantee you'll get a job. Trainers can make as much as $200 an hour. Yes, I said $200 an hour. And with ISSA, you can be certified in as as little as four weeks. Just text Bench to 323232 now to get started for free. You do everything at your own pace and 100% online. Pursue your passion in specializations like yoga, nutrition, or strength training. Live life on your terms. Get certified and train like you want. Start your own business, work at a gym, or make health and fitness your side hustle. Whatever works for you. Just don't wait. Get started today and be certified in as little as four weeks. Just text Bench to 323232 right now to get started for free. Text the word Bench to 323232. Text Bench to 32-32-32. You're tuned in to What's Your Opinion on WTCA Employment. 
Be part of the conversation by calling 574-936-4096 or text the show at 574-307-6647. And now here's Kathy and Rusty. Yeah. A little techno. It's a little different. He's having a bad Monday. It's a Monday. Aren't we he all? Just fell out of bed on the video face first. That's oh, poor guy. I didn't want to get out of the bed this morning. That's he's, for sure. He's having a bad Monday. Really having yeah. a bad Monday. Sorry, buddy. Hey, congratulations to Rosa. She's got the scratch-off lottery tickets from the Hoosier Lottery. All right, we have news to talk about. I I have a lot of little stories. Um, Okay. uh, So we're going to go over some of those. First off, on Friday afternoon, the clerk's office uh, sent us an update on new candidate filings. So new candidate candidates have until noon on Friday, this Friday, to file for the municipal elections. So that is your different town elections. Um, Here in the city of Plymouth, everything, I I really don't like that they do that. I mean, everything could change. You could have a new mayor, a new clerk, a a new, totally new seven-member council if, if we really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, I don't, I don't think that they should have that all change at once like that, but... Who am I? Well, it's an opinion show, so there's my opinion. There you go. So, but, um, and so, like some of the other towns, like I know in Bourbon, they have two seats that go this time, and then I think in two years they do the third seat. So they don't change all three seats at one time. But uh, so the new updates from the town of Bremen uh, Republicans, Alex Michael and Barbara Sauter, have filed for town council seats. And then Republican incumbent Charles Sneed, Randy Sneed, filed for the Argus Town Council seat. He is already sitting in that seat. He has filed to run for re-election there. Um, up in the town of La Paz, Democrat incumbents, so they're already sitting. Kathy Welch and Ryan Young have filed for their seats again. And down in Culver, Democrat incumbent Rich West has filed to run for the Culver Town Council seat. So those are the new candidates. Uh, quick rundown. I, I'll, I'll give you the rundown for the city of Plymouth right now. So right now we only have one person running for clerk, and that's Lynn Gorski. Um, while she, I guess you can call her the incumbent because she is sitting in that seat, but right. she was caucused into that seat. Uh, she's been in there for just over a year now. Uh, but she is the only one who has filed right now for clerk. Um, at the city council there, we have three at-large seats. And we have Republican Brian Bartlett is one of the at-large seats. And we have Brandon Ritchie, who is the other Republican filing for an at-large seat. Um, on the Democratic side, on Thursday, Jennifer Fonseca filed for an at-large seat as a Democrat. Jeff Huyen filed for an at-large seat as a Democrat. And Dave Morrow has already filed. So the Democrats have three at-large seats all fill. You know, they've got a full slate there. Republicans are still looking for one more. 
Then we have district seats. So we have four district seats on the city of Plymouth. Don Eckert, who is a Republican, he's the incumbent. He has filed to continue to serve the citizens of District 2. And Randy Longenacre, a Republican, he's the incumbent. He has refiled to continue to serve the citizens in District 4. And then Shiloh uh, Milner, she's the Democratic incumbent. She has filed to run in District 3. That's where she's been right now. And then we have Kathy Huff Rate. She's a Democrat who filed on Thursday. She is challenging Randy Longenecker uh, for that District 4 seat. So um, still some chances to fill in and get a full slate there. And then for mayor right now, we have three Republican candidates running for mayor. We have Greg Compton, Nick Fisher, and John Grolick. And there is one Democrat, Robert Listenberger, running for mayor on the ticket. So that's what's happening. Um, I, I, I would imagine before Friday we will have uh, some additional filings coming in. Uh, but uh, we'll see how things go. Who knows? Yeah. We've, we've been told. We've, yes, we've been told. We've and been warned. We'll see. Yeah. I, I just yeah. wait for the results to come in and see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay, now, a point of clarification. Oh, good. So I want everybody to understand, because I kind of wondered about this when it when it was coming up, when yeah. we were talking about it. So beginning next Monday, which is February the 6th, if you are a city resident and you have, uh, you pay a water bill, then Republic Services is picking up your trash. Right. Okay, so the First Monday of every single month, whether it's your pickup day or not, the first Monday of every month, Republic will be in the city of Plymouth to pick up large items. And as a customer, you are allowed to put out one item every month. Yeah. And so initially it said it was on your pickup day. And then I was going to, how are they going to know if you did that last right. week or two yeah. weeks ago? So it's the first Monday of every month. That large item needs to be at the curb by 6 a.m. And then they will come around, they'll scope out town, come around and pick up those large items. Um, and large items, if you have more than one. So if you've got a box springs and a mattress, you can only put one out. If you want to put them both out together, you have to call Republic Services and make arrangements for that second pickup. But you can hold one of them and yeah. put it out the next month. Yeah. So the first Monday of every month, Republic Service will be in town to be to do large item pickups. We've kind of gone over the items uh, that they will pick up, you know, it's your your residential mm-hmm. household furniture and that kind of stuff. Like here, if I put a um, a desk chair out, uh, you know, a rolling desk chair out, they would mm-hmm. pick that up, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, there are things that if you're going to put them out, they do want you to break them down or dismantle them. So like if it's an entertainment center, you got to take it apart. Uh, if it's a swing set, you got to take it apart or cut it up or do something. Get it get it so it's in smaller pieces. They want the pieces to be um, four feet or shorter. So they don't want these gigantic, you know, six, eight, ten foot poles, 
you know, they, they want them shortened up. Right. Um, they will take a, a lawnmower, a push mower, or a snowblower as long as you have drained all the oil and gas out of it. And they do want you to put that upside down at the curb so that any remaining drips we'll come of out. oil yeah. will, will come out yeah. on your Makes yard. Sense. Well, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's your problem, not theirs. Exactly. Um, and um, they do take cans of paint, although they want you to open up that paint, put some kitty litter in there to kind of soak it up, and then leave the lid off so it dries it out. So it okay. becomes like a, a block of yeah. paint, not a liquid. They don't like liquids. So... Well, no, I don't like liquids when they're those kind of liquids either. I love liquids, but not those kind. But the clarification is it is the first Monday of every month. That works. So I think that's a great a great way to do it. I think that makes perfect sense. And it's something that should be pretty easy for folks to remember. The first Monday of the month. Oh, we can put that lazy boy chair out there. Oh, yeah. we can put that cabinet that you know that nightstand that's got the broken door on it out there yeah. those kind of things so yeah there are there is a whole list of items that they do not take those items are listed with this article um you know that refrigerator that's not running they're not taking a refrigerator they don't take appliances you need to take those out to solid waste well if it's you running you better stop it <laughs> how, how, how many times oh thank you so much <clears throat> or do you have Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> well, you better let him out. <laughs> ha, ha. Yeah, I can remember go. that as a kid. <laughs> okay, another story out of the town of Bourbon. They are working with uh, homeowners and businesses to have people take some pride in their property in Bourbon. And so they are going to start this year the Pride of Bourbon Award. And this is for homeowners. You've got to own your own home, and you've got to live in that home. Okay. So it can't be a rental property. Oh, okay. I was uh, going to say, why would you own a home if you didn't live in it? And then well, they'd hit me. Well, you know, problems. some people yes. do rent homes. Oh, exactly. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, so. like you're living in one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and it can't be like if you're in business and you flip homes. Yeah. So you go in and buy something, and then you flip it, and you make it look nice, and then you no, you're not in business. This is actually for people who live in their home or your business. You don't have to live in your business, but your your long term. You know, they just want you to take some pride. Make the outside look nice. If it needs to be painted, get it painted. If the bushes need to be trimmed, get the bushes trimmed. Work on your landscaping. Mow your yard. You know, fix that broken down rail on the porch. Those kind go. of things. That yeah. What they're looking for is people who are showing pride in their property in Bourbon. Um, the winners will be notified. They'll, it looks like they're planning to have like monthly winners uh, over there, and they are going to um, be recognized during one of the Bourbon Town Council meetings for that. And then they'll also have a sign that will be placed at their property that uh, shows that they're a Pride in, Bur a pride in Bourbon award winner. So there is a form you can fill out. It's with this story uh, on our website at am1050.com that you can go. If you're, you can nominate yourself, you can nominate somebody else if you want. It doesn't really matter. So um, pride, we need more people to take pride. I, that's one thing that I have noticed. And of course, 
I live in Plymouth, so I, I notice that, um, you know, more and more people. Yeah. I... Part of it, I think, is, and, and in my case, this is the same thing in our case. You know, Jim and I aren't as physically able to do what we used to do. Yeah. Uh, landscaping is more difficult, although I did get out finally and get my landscaping weeded around the whole front of the house. I never got to the back of the house, but I did get the front of it done. Um, and we hired, uh, actually we hired Shiloh Milner's husband to come the north side of our house. Uh, that's where the mold tends to grow on the north side of your really? home. Yeah. You know, so we had him come out, Josh come out and power wash the side of our house for us. Um, so, it, so it looks nice. Um, but you can do those yourself. I mean, you don't have to hire somebody to do that, but, yeah. um, you know, it, Part of it is, I think, people are getting older and it's harder for them to do that. And the second thing is that sometimes it's expensive yeah. to do that. So, yeah, you might want to trim the bushes, but if you don't have the equipment to trim the bushes, you know, then you got to go buy it. And which well, th there's some cost involved in some of that sometimes. But so. you want to go another step. Uh, people like me. Uh, who are working? Don't have time. Sixteen hours a day, and become you get home, uh, and you know your hedges need to be trimmed. It's like oh, that'll wait, because now I got to do dishes and clean the inside yep. of the house because yep. I want to exactly. see that. And so you got people who are working so hard and so much they just you just don't feel like doing more work when you go home. I just, feel yeah, I feel like. Somebody is missing the opportunity on a business here. Um, yeah, but but you're going to have to be reasonable, reasonably yeah. priced, I think, on some of that. Um, or, you know, I'll tell you, in my case, Austin's coming to clean the carpets in two bedrooms for me tomorrow. <laughs> He's got the day off. Um, and so I can't tell you why he has the day off yet, but I'll tell you in a few weeks why he has the day off today. <laughs> Um, but he has a day off tomorrow. Okay, you're, and... not, you're, you're playing Jerry Chavez here. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing. You're playing Jerry Chavez. You throw that out there. And then, oh, I can't tell you. You'll have to wait a few months until, uh, you know. All right, so now yeah. we know that your son has a day off, but nothing more. Nope. So, all right. But he's going right. to clean the carpets upstairs in our bedroom for us, okay. which we have a carpet cleaner, but... For Jim and I, to, just to sweep the carpet is a challenge oh, yeah. for me. No. I, I have to tell you, I did have somebody come and paint our bedrooms, these two bedrooms. And and I will tell you that my granddaughter, Emma, painted her room. I don't know when, but anyway, there was a lot of paint on the baseboard. So Saturday, I, w I sent Ben at least two hours sitting on the floor in the bedroom washing the baseboard. And scratching and gouging and using my nail to get the paint off the baseboards. Doesn't surprise me a bit. <laughs> but see, that's the other thing. It's like floors right now. I'm able, when I do floors, I get down you on get my hands down, and knees. Because yeah. I, I, I don't, I will admit, I don't do them enough. Because um, you hit down on your Right, because I just, you know, I get done work and I don't feel like coming home and scrubbing floors. But when I get down on, I get down on my hands and, and knees and I scrub right. them. Yeah. Um, 
And and then it's hard to get up from there. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. And my shoulders don't work real well oh, anymore because of Saturday 30... night, my back was just like, oh, I don't know if I should have done that or not. Now, it was okay on Sunday. And yeah. after then, after, of course, after I cleaned all the baseboards, then I told Jim, go get the sweeper. And so then I scooted my on my butt all the way around the room and did, you know, at the baseboard, all the crack to get sweep up all the little ladybugs that were, you know, in there and hairpins and all that kind of stuff um, so that he could clean the carpets tomorrow for us up there. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, so. that's, uh, uh, that's a tough thing to do floors yeah. anymore. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen to us. I mean, just listen. I to know, it. and I'm not you know, that my old. My back was killing me. My I shoulders are. I'm not that are... old, but getting okay. Getting down was I could get down pretty good, but the getting up there, there was a little stool in their room. I told Jim, I said, you make sure when you leave, you bring that stool back in here because I had to climb up that stool to get up. Yeah. Um, because I cannot yeah. get up without help anymore. See, well, you're yeah, I can understand that you you've got hardware on you you're bionic and yeah, sometimes it's hard yeah. to get that stuff rolling to stand yeah. up after but, you sit on your butt for two yeah. hours your legs are almost numb anyway yeah. and then you gotta okay now i gotta get up from here and it's like whoa so you do realize we've become the old people we <laughs> yeah. swore we never would yes. be don't you yes i don't want to be that either but... <laughs> okay back to some local <laughs> yes, news let's do it yeah a lot the, enough about me yes so there was a Crawfordsville man arrested Thursday. This is an interesting one. This was about 3.30 in the afternoon. The sheriff's department got a call of a male subject who was walking southbound in the northbound lanes of U.S. 31 near U.S. 6 in the middle of the road. Okay. And then they reported that he was running out in front of moving vehicles on 31. So uh, Deputy uh, Blake Bennett with the Marsh County Sheriff's Department was the first officer on the scene. He located 31-year-old Thomas Witt of Crawfordsville. He found him to be under the influence of drugs. He also found that he had an active warrant for his arrest through Montgomery County. So Thomas Witt, 31 years old, was taken into custody transported out to Marsh County Jail and put in for public intoxication by drugs and held on a $250 cash bond. Then he was also held with no bond uh, for Montgomery County. So it's like, golly, US 31 walking down the middle of the road and then jumping out in front of vehicles? Well, How dangerous do you want to be? Well, people do that. On purpose. Well, uh, uh, they do that because so, they're on drugs and they don't know what they're doing. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying that's uh, no, it's not normal. Uh, but oh, that's scary. Is that if on you six? Ask me. Um, well, this was on 31 at six, so okay. this is out on the new highway. Yeah. What I what we call the new highway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. And people six book along is, out there. Six has become a. I don't know. I better not say it. I, I'm just saying there's been a, an awful lot of people that end up in the wrong lane and on sex and just, I don't know. It, it's become one of those places in my mind where people go to 
do something that is desperate. Well, that and, definitely uh, could be. It's happened more than once in the few years I've been doing news here, and it becomes, yeah. you know, believe me, when I hear something like that, that's usually where it's at. If you think about it, I mean, you know, well, somebody was driving in the wrong lane and hit a semi head on. Yeah. That's happened yeah. more than once. And, you know, you look at the fact that they didn't break or what. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Six has become a weird. There's a lot of that I don't there, like I think. six because it's Nobody so narrow. Nobody does, but I think that's why it goes through people's heads. You know, a lot of traffic yeah. on six and there's yeah. no shoulder, it yeah. seems like so. Yeah, I it's try. To I try to avoid that one. I I don't mind six, but I'm always kind of a little bit leery of everybody else uh, on six because it's a lot of truck traffic. A now, lot of weird you stuff. had to drive somewhere Friday night. <sighs> yeah, where'd you drive? I can't remember. Oh, we well, we took these back roads. I went with my bro- I went with my brother-in-law. No, it was. Uh, um, um, Northridge. Uh, oh, okay. You're way over there at yeah. Syracuse then. No, Syracuse is oh. a Wallacey, Middlebury. So it's okay. even further north and, and east. Uh, but you my, go up and get on the bypass? I Eventually. Uh, <laughs> I went with my brother-in-law and we took these back roads, these back country roads. That, he drove? Yeah. Oh, that was good. And he knows his way around. Well, <laughs> I mean, he run, he's one of the guys at the... Uh, transportation office over at the schools so. <laughs> he knows all yeah, the different he routes manages the buses over there um i'm not sure what he's not in charge of it i forget the guy who is but he's uh he's one of the guys over there and uh so he uh i don't even pay attention where we're going i'm no. never going to remember it anyway. <laughs> it's like okay, i'm never well, going to be able to do this myself I, I recognize that church from 25 years ago when i was out here trying to hide from somebody but yeah i yeah i so I don't, but we went these back roads. We finally got up to the bypass, but um, it was, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was okay, I guess. Um, well, and then when when you get over there in that direction too, uh, you know, the roads are narrower, and then you have the Amish community around there too, and that makes it kind yeah. of scary, no, especially just... in the dark. I went, how did we go? We went six Well, and to, you went, uh, it, it was a night game. So, I mean, because it gets dark so yeah. much faster, uh, you probably were traveling there oh, it was in night the dark. By the time we started. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Which is not fun. Yeah. Uh, let me see if this works. Hey, Dwayne, how are you? Hey, good morning. What's going on? Uh, well, I'm kind of disappointed. I got nothing to harass you about today. Well, <laughs> I can understand why you'd be disappointed. That disappoint unless, unless you can check and see if Mother Nature is off her meds. Uh, no, not bad. No, it's not too bad. Not too bad. It is the end of January. I mean, we have to expect, you know. Yeah, we should be going in spring, though, not freezing weather. Oh, no, not yet. It's too early. It's 22 degrees out there, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. It is it's January. Just, it's a heat wave. <laughs> is there ice on the lake? Yes, there is. Is there anybody ice fishing? No. That's good. I don't know. I think if... they'd be nuts to be out here. Yeah. Just a week ago, it was water. 
Yep. Yeah, I like to see about uh, ten people out there before I want to get out. <laughs> Let ten of them go out there and try it first. Yeah. <laughs> You're a smart man. <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, I get comfortable when I see, like, the uh, four-wheelers out there. It's good enough to walk on, I guess. Well, if the four-wheelers are out there, that's an expensive piece of equipment to leave <laughs> in the bottom of the lake, too, so I'd be a little more confident if somebody's driving one of those out there. Yeah, you know, one year, though, I just about had my uh, Toyota four-wheel pickup go through. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been fun. It was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would have been laughing my... Well, I had a wood stove in the basement that wouldn't flew properly. It scared me. I just want to get out of here. And I got a friend who has, like, an outdoor shop. Yeah. Actually, it's a gun shop. Yeah. Man, I'd love to have that out in the shed, in the shop. Got plenty of trees, so I yeah. having fuel to burn in there. Yeah. That's why you want to come get it. It's yours. Yeah. Well, he got in, and it's one of those, like now. It had been cold and froze. And then thawed a bit, so it's like slush on top of the lake. <laughs> right. But you break through that first layer, and you're down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he took off. Borrowed my pickup. Went over the landing. He drove on, on his lake. And he gets about halfway over here, and he breaks through the first layer. Well, he thought he was going in. Oh, yeah. So he, so he opened the door and drove with the door open the rest of the way over here. <laughs> well, that's what the big truckers do on ice road trucking. <sighs> they open that door. Just in case it goes in, they're, they're going to be able to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got over here, backed up to my seawall, and we'd carry it out for him. Well, there you go. At least, it, at least everything turned out okay in the end. Everything turned out, and he's got over in the shop, and he's eating the shop with it now. Well, good. So, anyway, I got nothing to rash you about. Today. No, you don't. That's okay. <laughs> but I still don't have seven swans back out here, so. You still got to work on that. Well, we've got another uh, sit-down discussion today. We're going to negotiate Coming a little up. bit further. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be this afternoon. Okay, well, you guys have a good day. All right, man. All right, see ya. Bye. See ya. Okay. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, Up at La Paz. The town of La Paz has developed an American with Disabilities Act transition plan. This is for their public right-of-ways, and it's a requirement of the Federal Highway Administration. 
the purpose of this transition plan is to prioritize ADA accessibility improvements for the existing public right-of-ways that they have in La Paz. And um, as part of the public participation process, the town of La Paz is going to conduct uh, a public hearing on their transition plan on February the 9th at 6 p.m. So they would like some people to come out and actually talk about it. You know, this 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 is like making sure sidewalks are wide enough, which they have just done a big improvement project up at La Paz. So, you know, their sidewalks are wider. Um, and then when you come to intersections, there's no more step down at the curb, but they slope down so that a wheelchair can just roll there, you know, and, and roll back up on the other side. Um, typically, too, it also has that, ours are red, and it's that bumpy, bumpiness that is there, and that is for people who can't see and that they can feel that bumpiness right. and know they're coming to the intersection or whatever. Sure. So um, they are going to be accepting comment, written comments uh, on the transition plan. If you want to see a draft of it, it is available at the La Paz Town Office at 118 East Randolph Street in La Paz. So you can send your comments to um, the current clerk treasurer up there. Uh, and the link for her email address is here. And then there's also a link with this article uh, that you can download and actually look at the transition plan. So you don't even have to get out of your house to go look at it. You can actually look at it with this story um, and then go back and find it and do it that way. Cool. Okay. Rocking. Yes, it certainly is. And now for some reason, I just lost what I was doing. <laughs> I just closed down that page. What was I thinking? I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, also, I got a press release from Marsh County Sheriff Matt Hassel on Friday. He has announced that they have a new 911 Central Dispatch Communications Supervisor. Uh, many of you guys will remember... Um, Matt Pitney served in that position uh, for 19 years as the 911 uh, communication supervisor there. He has taken a position with the state of Indiana. Uh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> which oversees and maintains the state 800 megahertz radio system. So congratulations to Zach McGowan. He has been hired to become the new 911 Central Dispatch Communication Supervisor. Zach has worked for the Marshall County Sheriff's Department for over 14 years, serving in several different capacities. He's been a turnkey dispatcher. He's been the turnkey dispatcher sergeant. He's been a patrol officer. Um, and he has actually worked for the Marshall County Maintenance Department. So he's involved with county uh, government for a long time. And we have a photo of him on our website. And uh, Cool. Yeah, that's not an easy job. No. Um, especially when things aren't going the way you want them to go. Yeah. It makes it even a little harder uh, for folks yeah. to... <sighs> To see, and then I also did a story just to give people the heads up 
uh, which Rusty will probably do it again in the trading post this morning. But uh, we have partnered with the Bread of Life Food Pantry to be one of their drop-off locations. And currently there is a big need for cereal, soups, and pasta. And believe it or not, they haven't had canned fruit in almost a month uh, at the pantry out there. Um, they never know. The USDA does make some deliveries to them, but they never know when they're coming or what's going to be in those deliveries. And they haven't had one for a while. So their their pantry, their own pantry is pretty depleted. Yeah. And so donations of any kind are always appreciated and welcome. They also could use manually operated can openers. So yeah. that's the thing that you just, you know, put on the can and crank it around and it opens because they give away so many canned goods. Uh, and sometimes people who are homeless don't have access to electricity. Right. So they so manually operate. Oh, what were those things in the military? P, P something. It, it was to open your C rations. Um, they Bayonet? But it was, it was more of that... Um, Okay, like, you know, we have the bottle opener, yeah. and on the other end, like, you're going to open a can of tomato juice, and it has right. that pointy end yeah. in there. I think that that might be what well, I've used that of. before. I, I I have to. When you get push, come to shove, yeah. you know, you do what you have to do. I've, uh, I've seen people use screwdrivers before. Oh, yeah. I've done you know, that before. And their hand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but. I've done that before, so, too. Currently, the Bread of Life is also accepting new or gently used cooking appliances such as crockpots, George Foreman's, toaster ovens, electric skillets, air fryers, and Instapots. Uh, this is for families who are living in motels and they're trying to provide meals for their family when they only have a microwave oven. And so this is just another way for them to be able to cook and that they help them. They are also collecting new, clean, and gently used Blankets and towels for homeless families. So if you have any of those items, you can drop them off here at the WTCA studio. You can also drop them off at the Bread of Life Food Pantry at 6770 North Michigan Street right or Michigan Road right here in Plymouth. They are open today from 5 until 7. And they are open on Wednesdays and Fridays from 1 until 3. Donations can be dropped off here at the WTCA studios during normal business hours from 8.30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, most days. So, uh, yeah, if it's not convenient for you to get up there in that uh, short time span, then you can drop off items here and help them out. All right. So, um, and also, I want to let folks know that both um, State Representative Jack Jordan and State Representative Jake Chasky um, are looking for students who want to be a page down at the state house during this 2023 legislative session. So students who are age 13 to 18 can sign up to be a page. They assist lawmakers and staff with daily duties. You also get to tour uh, the governor's office, the Indiana Supreme Court, the state Senate, and the House chambers. Um, and it's a it's a great experience. Um, for especially high school students who are interested in in government um and it's a it's a day off of school that you don't get counted as a day off it's actually an excused absence to go and be a page i will tell you though that uh you have to get up early so uh, the day the, when i did it we actually went down and spent the night in indianapolis yeah. and then got up um because it is a big day um, yeah it is 
but it, it's quite an experience. So um, if you want some more information, there is uh, phone numbers and a link uh, with this story on our website at am1050.com or on our Facebook page that you can get more information about it. Exactly. Okay. Well, Rusty, I know we have another break to take. Yes, we do. We have to hear from more sponsors. Yes, we do. Okay. All right. So should we do that? Sure. Why okay. not? Well, let's do that. Okay. To deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched. Co-Alliance is owned by local farmers, and they deliver on the principles of hard work, dependability, and trust. It's not by chance that they've been around for nearly 100 years. It's because of their commitment to the customer. Earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to Co-Alliance Propane. Call 317-324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn more. It's back. It's the MXR Arena Cross at the Michiana Event Center in Shipshawana, Indiana, Friday and Saturday, February 3rd and 4th. Sign up at 9, practice at 11, races at 7. Motocross at its best. Kids 5 and under are free. Children 6 through 12, $15. 13 and over, $20. Classes for everyone from 50cc beginners to pros. For more information, go to MXR at www.facebook.com. Or call 616-318-2694. Michigan Event Center, 455 East Farmer Street in Shipshawana. Hey, Plymouth, resolve to make stronger connections with Surf Fiber Internet. Right now, get two free Eero Wi-Fi routers with gig speed. And with all speed plans, you can add on-home phone for just $10 a month. Unlike the other guys, there's no contracts, hidden fees, or annual rate increases ever. Don't miss out. Call 844-955-SURF or visit surfinternet.com to make the switch today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Streaming only on Peacock. From the mind of Ryan Johnson, the writer-director of Knives Out. Miss Kale, you've got this gift. Always knowing the truth. I only know if something is a lie. The real trick of it is to figure out why. Natasha Leone is Charlie Kale. It wasn't an accident. I, I think there's been a murder. You watch too much Dateline. A new 10-part mystery series. Wolves on my fender. I gotta keep moving. I have been kind of a death magnet. Poker Face, streaming now, only on Peacock. Seven AM waking up in the morning to the sound of stairs, which is kinda gross cause they're eighty-four and my girl left me and I'm all alone, but I gotta push on. No time for fussing, gotta get up. Find a job Out of work six months and I have no friends But I am never ceasing Nothing can defeat me No time to whine I'll see a brighter day It's Monday, Monday Gotta brush it off on Monday Even though my house got robbed this weekend Weekend, Monday, Monday Stand tall again on Monday Alright do you have a, now, are you, uh, you uh, got a new uh, favorite Monday song now? Or? Well, I do kind of like that. <laughs> of course, it sounds just like the Friday song. Oh, yeah, yeah that's kind of what it was supposed to uh, sound yeah. just like the Friday song. So exactly. I, I thought you would I thought you would like this one, too. Oh, you're yeah. so nice. Well, I'm I'm always, think about me. Always thinking about you. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Always trying to, you know, 
Come on, Kathy. You yes, do sign my check. Yes, I need to make you happy. Yes. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. Um, a couple of things going on coming up in February. On February 11th, the Marsha County Fair Board is going to be hosting a paddle auction. It'll be held on Saturday, February the 11th at Gallery on the West. This is in the community building on the fairgrounds down at Argus. Doors open at 3. The auction starts at 4. And paddles are $5 each. So... Uh, this is one of those quarter shopping events. So depending on if the item is priced, you know, the item it goes up is priced between this much and this much, it costs one quarter. If it's between this much and this much, it costs two quarters. And and the most you ever put out at one time is four quarters. And then you decide if you want to bid on this item or take a chance on this item. Um, and so if you put your quarters in, um, then you hold your paddle up in the air. And then basically they pull a number out of the hat or whatever, a ball out of something. I've never gone to one, but they pull it out. And if, if your paddle's up and your number is on the paddle and that's the ball they pull out, you want it. So it's, okay, it's, yeah. it's kind of like a, it's just a, a chance kind of thing, but it's kind of it's a fun thing. So um, and you can a lot of times you can have more than one paddle, too, if you want. So if it's something that you really, really want, but it's a quarter thing. So you definitely need to take quarters to this event you will want to take a few rolls of quarters oh yeah this event yeah um and actually starting t uh, maybe tomorrow uh we're going to give away i know this week we're going to give away a couple of chances to go and participate in the valentine paddle auction on february the 11th for the marsh county fair board also coming up on february 11th so you could do this one in the morning and then go do that one in the afternoon and help out two great causes. Marshall Stark Special Olympics. They are going to be get, doing a pancake, a flapjack fundraiser to support Special Olympics. It's going to be held at Applebee's from 8 in the morning until 10 in the morning. It's $10 per ticket. And I think the really cool thing about this is the Special Olympians are going to be there. They're going to seat you. They're going to take your order. They're going to take the food to you. They're going to bust the table. And then you leave them a tip too, you know, as part of it. And it all goes to Marshall County Special Olympics. So that is coming up on Saturday, February the 11th. And, uh, you know, come out, have some fun and help those people out too. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit later, but still not too, it's not too early to start thinking about this. The American Cancer Society is going to host their Daffodil Days on March the 23rd. And you can buy a bunch, which will have 10 stems of daffodils in it, for $10. And you can call Joanne Hunt at 574-229-2846 or Betty K. Ely at 574-780-2846. 6452 by March 7th to order your daffodils. You can call right now. They are taking orders and accepting orders right now for the daffodils. Daffodils will be delivered on March the 23rd, and you can pick your order up between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church Education Building. So, uh, you know, just another way that, uh, you can brighten somebody's day. Maybe you know somebody 
who is dealing with cancer right now and you would like to you know, brighten their day or maybe you want to honor somebody and brighten your own desk at work yeah. with some beautiful daffodils. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely. Um, Rusty, you did play a commercial on that commercial break, which reminded me, we had talked to Katie Longenecker last week yes. about the arena cross that's going to be happening at the Michiana Events Center, which is up in Shipshawana. And uh, we have been working with MXR Promotions, and they have given us a family four-pack of four tickets to go and see Arena Cross. So uh, you can go see Arena Cross this Saturday at the Michiana Event Center. And uh, I need to, I, I need to give away a pair a, a four-pack of tickets today. All right. Yes. How are we so going to do that? Let's just, I don't know. Oh, boy, I don't know if we want to. Just, I guess, just roll a dice and and see what comes up. Um, but this is a family four pack, so we've got two adults, two kids, four adults, <clears throat> four kids, whatever you want, however you want to mix it up. Grandma and grandpa and the grandkids, uh, dad and his three sons, or dad and grandpa and the two boys, whatever. Uh, arena cross. They're going to have these these. We're going to see racers from like four and five year olds all the way up to. 60 and 70 year olds all right um, they they do have adult racing too um and arena cross is um you know it's it's like red bud indoors so there yep. you go four tickets four tickets and we're going to take caller number four. Ooh, that's makes oh that's oh very good five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six caller four getting some motocross tickets start dialing all right. Oh, okay. I thought that, you were. That, I thought you were doing something. This so I was like, no, I'm just. I'm just. I. I thought you were doing something. So that's a, that was an. But I'm gonna part. sing, or you know, well, yeah, we all want to hear you sing. No. Yeah. Um, I am working on a couple of news stories. I'll have something. I know uh, the Reese has an event coming up uh, this weekend, a cabaret show. I believe it's on Saturday the fourth. Is okay. Saturday the fourth? Uh, One, two. Yes, it is. Would be. Um, and so a uh, cabaret show is coming up. And then I also have uh, a press release from the Marsh County Sheriff's Department uh, on arrest of two people uh, taken into custody that I'm going to be working on. This is bad for me. This week is really bad because this is the fifth Monday of the month. There's no meetings this week because my meetings are typically on the first, you know, the Monday or Tuesday, like city council is the fourth Monday of the month. So at least I had city council last week, but the fifth Monday of the month, there's nothing. So I'm going to be scratching my head for news. So if you guys hear about any news, let me know about it, please. I have to be chasing some ambulances. This <laughs> yeah. Week. I may have to get out there and, yeah. and go, go do that or whatever. Yeah. I will tell you, these tickets will be at the will call window at the event center. So, uh, you'll have to provide some information on on who you are and um, like um, some other information. So sure, yeah, he's got a he's got somebody out there. I just waiting for the name um, so that we know okay. who the winner was. But we've got, right. our, we've got our first winner at least coming up. So that's a good thing. And we're gonna give away uh, tickets again tomorrow for okay. our across. Good deal. So, yeah. yeah, another four pack for somebody. All right, you know, and it's special enough too. I don't care. As long as you want to go and use the tickets, that's the most important thing to me. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you've already won, but you would use these tickets and enjoy it, 
why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, Jimbo. Matt. Matt. Matt's our winner. Matt. All right. Good for you, Matt. Thank you, Matt, for Matt. listening. Matt. You win. There you go. Wonderful. You got the deep you win. You win. Voice. Fantastic. All right, Rusty. I'm done talking. Okay. It's your turn. Well, I'm pretty much done talking, too, because we have no birthdays today. So if you have a birthday, get it in here. We'll wish you a happy birthday. You'll be eligible for four cupcakes from London Sir Cafe, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge, and a bouquet of flowers from Cash and Creek if you are our lucky winner on Friday. So make sure you aren't left out. Get your birthday in here. Get your anniversaries in here, too. 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home on the line tomorrow. Woohoo! So, if you have an anniversary in January, make sure we know about it and be eligible for that $50 prize from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. And as Kathy said in the Trading Post, we are a drop off site for Bread of Life Food Pantry. So, make sure you get. Uh, your stuff in here they're currently in need of cereal pasta soup and collecting uh cooking appliances like crock pots george foreman grills toaster oven stuff like that so that people have a way to uh, and you said can openers correct can openers the, yep the hand, manual can openers. hand crank hand, hand that, those things uh they need them so get them in we'll take get them here we'll take them out sure. we'll get make sure they get them can you imagine how many hand crate can openers you could buy if you won the 613 million dollar powerball jackpot tonight for who you know why not get your get your powerball ticket too today I'm relatively certain i wouldn't buy any hand crank <laughs> uh, probably can not openers pretty sure i wouldn't Although I don't know, now that you mention it, I might have a hand crank. Those things. I I don't even know what hand I was going to say. Ice cream it, it's, yeah, it's time. It's time for me to go. I I don't even know what I'm thinking about <laughs> anymore. I've completely lost it. Completely All right, guys. Right now, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Rusty and I'll be here. We'll see who else is with us. Yeah, we will. Uh, at eight thirty. I know that uh, Bob, Bob will be, will be in. in. We'll have Tech Talk gotcha. starting at eight thirty. So if you've got and a the prize wheel, right? If you got a problem with your computer, call because Bob will answer it. So he fixed Jim's this morning. Yes, he did. So call us. See you tomorrow at nine.